When it comes to hunting boots, how many pairs does one man need? Well, how many seasons are there? Turkey season? Deer season? Duck season? Dove season? Honey, how many pairs of boots does one man need? At least one more pair. For just about everything for hunting, go to MidwayUSA.com. I'm Larry Potterfield with Midway USA. Thanks for your business. Hunting is not easy. It never has been. It takes dedication, motivation, a lot of patience, and quality gear. If you manage a food plot, put up stands, or need just one more game camera, we can help at MidwayUSA.com. We opened our doors in 1977 and continue to put customers first by offering super fast, same day shipping. For just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. Hey, I just got back from lunch. Did you finish that report yet? Uh, well, not exactly. I'm still working on it. I'm not finished just yet. Uh, I got a little sidetracked, but I will get them to you first thing this afternoon. <laughs> it is first thing this afternoon. Well, yeah, I, I understand that, but I mean, I, I am working on it. But I'll have, I'll what do you mean that the report isn't finished yet? I'm, I'm still in the process of working on it. I've just been a little distracted. T- distracted? Our meeting starts in an hour. Have it. You, you no no. What were you doing? Were you listening to another hunting podcast again? I swear, I give the staff in this office the freedom to do whatever they want to do as long as they meet a deadline. That is the first bullet underneath your job description. Pays attention to detail and deadline and deadline. Dude, are you even listening to me right now? Welcome to episode 70 of the Whitetail Distraction Podcast. My name's Austin, and joining me over Zoom, Charles Hedlund. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> doing good, buddy. What's going on? Oh, not too much, man. Just hanging out, living life, getting back in the game. Yeah, you're looking good over there through this uh, little six-inch screen I'm looking at you through. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. <laughs> Looks like you yourself. need to shave, that, buddy. Oh, dude, I got the old beard going on. <laughs> Scratchy. <laughs> you old mountain man look but it's been cold so uh you probably need that beard yeah man i gotta keep my face warm some <laughs> yeah it's been colder than cold gets man but i like it i like it's it. it's finally getting here i think in a steady uh steady movement and the only thing i want more than this though is some ups and downs you know some fronts we I need some fronts because it's, it's been cold but not like super super cold it gets all the deer up and moving in daylight. Yeah, way too steady. You know, I got a camp. Yeah, it's just steady, and it gets up in almost forty in the day, and then down in the twenties at night, and it's cold. It got deer on their feet, but mm-hmm. a lot of the cameras and stuff I have all nighttime pictures still. Yeah. So right, and we're 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 at the bare end of this last two weeks really of season, um, and that's that's including the two B extended week. So. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We're gonna make uh we're gonna make one more hoorah at the campus weekend. Sweet, sweet. I might bring out the puzzle, we'll see. I don't know yet. I'll have to borrow should. one from somebody. I think you should. <laughs> Break her out, uh, dude. It's fun up there. The one time we went up with a whole bunch of people, I think a couple years ago when I first shot my first one with a muzzle loader. Yep. We had a blast, man. I mean, it was just like a bunch of creeping around, kind of soft pushes and there's so many deer moving oh, up yeah. on their feet, but I was up there uh, this past weekend, and I'll tell you what, deer movement was at a zero. 
Oh, man. Out of 10. That's a big bummer. Found good sign. Yeah, found a really good far back end. The funny part was, I, like, where I went, there wasn't any tracks on. So nobody's been in there since Rifle. Oh, yeah. And I get back in there. I walk even farther back in, almost a mile back in. Get up on the edge of a real nice big slash. There's feeding sign all over. I saw it from last year, too, so I knew it was going to be there again. Mm -hmm. Sure enough, same area. Acorns torn up. You can see them sitting on top of the leaves because there's still snow up there, too. Right. And uh, I got in there, got a nice setup out of the, the new saddle and nothing. Damn, dude. That's that sucks. But you know what? It, that That's part of late season hunting. You're either on the X or you're not, you know? Got that right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you on that one, bud. But I, was, I wasn't even in the in the circumference. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even close to the X. Oh man, yeah, that's all. There, I think they're all grouped up. I mean, I've been hearing of guys finding sheds already, like deer are shedding. I think it's probably that cold weather we've had, staying pretty consistently cold, and yeah. um, not really like crazy snow. But we've got quite a bit of snow this year. Yeah, I was surprised to still see snow holding up there. It's pretty much ice now, but yeah, I bet they're still. Two to three inches in spots. Yeah, that's crazy, man. In the timber. Yeah. 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 Yard, like the yard, camp yard, completely thawed out. Yeah. Grass. No. But you get in the timber, plenty of snow. Damn, man. That's awesome. It, yeah. it makes it nice. You can see, even when you get in yeah. some of those thicker slashes and stuff like that, it gives you a little bit more of an opportunity to catch some movement. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to this weekend. We'll see. You give it one last two or out there. Because I have doe tags up there. I don't have any locally anymore. Yeah. Been trying to fill that buck tag, man. It's just been getting tougher and tougher. I still have six tags burning a hole in my freaking pocket right now, man. You gotta oh. get out there, man. Go go fill a couple up. Well, Make I'm gonna go. Better. I'm gonna go this week, and I'm probably gonna go this week. I am gonna break out the old smoke pole, though. Yeah. And if not, if I there don't break go. out the smoke pole this week, I might. I don't know. Maybe I'll pull the shotgun out and go down the. There you go. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Uh, have you ever killed one with a muzzleloader? I have not. I've shot it several. I'm not very good with it. <laughs> <laughs> Is, Is it a, like a long rifle? Your typical like? It's a uh, it's a Thompson Center Hawking. So it's like your it's your average flintlock. But yeah. it uh, I really got to be able to grab onto a tree or something like that to keep myself steady. Because I the word flinchlock really comes out with me. I flinch pretty bad. Yeah. I just don't shoot it delay enough. On yours? Yeah, it's pretty good delay. And I just, I don't shoot it enough. I'm sure if I shot it all the time, I'd be a lot better with it, but it always surprises me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the worst is when you try like three or four times and it doesn't go off, it finally goes off. Yep. Yep. There's no way you hold steady through that. There's just no way. No, you're flinching already when you pull the trigger. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I just told you, like, I missed a, a buck with my rifle, and that's, you know, I, I know for sure I pulled the hell out of that trigger. Yeah. Um, I did not take my time. I did a lot of things wrong, you know, and uh, that's just that's just an experience on my side, to be honest with you. I've, that is the first legal buck that, that's not true, that's the second legal buck that was, you know, pretty good standards that I wanted to shoot with my rifle ever in my scope. So after two years now of not seeing uh, a good buck that I've wanted to take, that thing walks into my scope at 70 yards. Yep. Uh, you hear man, the voice I, in your head, finish him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, if I played it back about a thousand times. Like Woods, you know, I probably even lost sleep over it. Yeah. It was like, all I needed to do was be patient, you know, wait for him to go behind the next tree. I could have. Dropped my scope down, adjusted the power up because I was kind of pushing 
So my, my scope hour is really low. I could have adjusted it up to like five or six, you know, waited for him to come out. And if once he would have passed the next giant tree, it would have been wide open, nothing between us. But there, you know, I took a little bit of a congested shot and uh, it didn't hit its mark. I don't know what happened. Explain it. Just didn't hit its mark. Yeah, that happens. Man. Shit happens. Yes, it does. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. It's hunting. That that's hunting. I I can't say that I even had an opportunity in rifles in at, at at a buck. I saw some does. I saw what could have been a buck. Not really sure it was a big body, but um, yeah. I I passed up a lot of deer in in archer season. I'm pretty happy about passing them now. I I was kind of bummed at the time, but um, yeah, man. I I just didn't see one that I wanted to kill and one that I did want to kill. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't justify saying that it was legal with how, like the weather conditions, it was, it was starting to get dark and it was really foggy and I just, I couldn't tell a hundred percent. So I didn't end up taking the shot, but that would have been a pretty good one. It's tough, man. It, it's tough. Your whole season boils down to the, those quick moments and, uh, it's kind of frustrating. It's yeah. a little bit, you know, a little bit frustrating, especially for me with that stinking tournament, the quest hunt coach tournament I'm in and yep. kind of the false pressure that that puts on you even though it shouldn't um, it still puts some pressure on you so uh, you know i've been trying to get out there i got a few more days left and we'll see maybe i can luck into something yep yep get after it my get, man get after get a it. zombie deer <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i can dig it but we got a pretty good episode for this week don't we yes we do we record an episode back in archery season right yep yep back back to archery, archery season, season. yep with uh, our boys, the PA bow hunters, I'm pretty uh pretty pumped up about it, man. This is a, this is going to be a good one. I think everyone's going to enjoy it. These are local guys, obviously from PA. A uh, good bunch of well, you know, they might use a gun once in a while. We cover that a little bit in here, <laughs> but they're they're hardcore bow hunters. Oh yeah, we got Justin, Adam, some of the best dudes for our podcast. Like, they're always hyping us up. Yeah, I mean, th- these two. I've become pretty good friends. I ran into them at the camo care shoot. We'll cover in the episode. Yep. And uh, just BS like we were old buddies. It was a good time. Yeah, I really enjoyed talking to those guys. And, you know, for as long as I can remember when we've been podcasting, those guys have been pumping us up and loving, sharing everything. And, you know, they're, they've been some of our biggest fanboys throughout the whole process. So I appreciate those guys for pumping us up as much as they have throughout the years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they are, they're like, they're like number one fan status, but I wouldn't even, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't call them fans. You know, they're just, they're, <laughs> no, they're, they're buddies of, of ours. They're supporters. They're... Yeah. Yeah. They're supporters to the show. I yeah. mean, they, they definitely enjoy what we have going on and they, they want to see us succeed. And yep. I, I really appreciate that about them, man. They're, they're good dudes. And I, when I first did see him start pumping it up and we kind of chatted with him a little bit, I never thought we'd ever meet the guys. Like, no, you know, it was crazy the way everything kind of, uh, just came together. Yep. 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 Yeah. No, Pretty it's, wild. it has been wild. It has been wild. It's going to get even wilder. It better get wilder. It's going to get, it's going to get, <laughs> it's going to get, it's going to get, we got, we got laundry list of people that we will be bringing with some really really good buck stories um we got an elk hunt we got a cover still we have uh turkey season coming dude are you as pumped up as i am because i am jack listen this year i'm really hoping that people aren't stuck at home and have more opportunities to turkey hunt like they did this year because my year was kind of underwhelming with it because the amount of pressure that we had i'm hoping everybody's back in full swing at work and the woods are mine. 
that's a little bit selfish, but yeah, that's a little bit selfish, but you know. Hey, look, man, I, it's kind of the common theme across the country right now, to be yeah, honest. Right. It's, uh, it actually, I don't know if it benefited my season or not. Oddly enough, I, I never really, uh, it never really hurt me. Even on the public land I hunted, it seemed like I didn't run into any hunters. It was oh, yeah. weird. Yeah, I ran into but, hunters, almost got shot I'm, by one of them. It was exciting. Yeah, that's no good. No. <laughs> my goal next year is to get one on camera, get a, finally get a kill shot on camera. I, we dropped like four birds last year and not one of them on camera. Oh, the only one that was on camera was a, a swing and a miss. Yeah. Eh, that's okay. That's okay. It'll be better next but, year. I'm, I'm excited. We even have, we have shed season and scouting season and stuff to come up too. I got a lot of properties I want to walk. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. I want to do, uh, kind of the Eberhart scout and prep tree trip. I think that'll be good for those, you, especially so. with what you're going to be doing this year. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be messing with trees and stuff. It, no. It's hard enough, man. It's It really wears on your constant, you know, running and gunning and uh, hanging every single time you hunt, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel you on that, man. But, but you've been you've been getting a little bit crazier with, with it than I have. I'm still stuck playing with sticks and stuff. You're doing one-sticking and yeah. nader sweaters and yeah. all that shit. I'm surprised you're not, like, yeah. using a fucking drone to take you up the tree now. <laughs> if I could find one that would carry my ass up there, I would do it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. I don't think I, I don't think they they come in my my weight class. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe someday. But it's all it, it's I like new stuff, man. I like to adventure into new things and uh I'm just trying to find something I really enjoy and that makes my hunt more efficient, but Absolutely. I don't want to get too caught up in this yeah. make it affect my hunt either, you know. Yeah, I don't blame you. Which I think it's something that might have happened a little bit this year, getting too caught up in climbing methods, and, um, putting too much brain, overthinking, overthinking a lot of situations. So that can happen next year, man. different year, man. You better next believe year's it. our year. Yes, <laughs> I like it. I like how enthusiastic you are. That makes me that makes me very pumped. I like it a lot. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, man. Let's get after it this in these next couple months. I think uh when we were really successful those years, it was because we put all that work and effort into that January, February. Yeah, yeah. You, you better know? believe it. We haven't done. Got to get back to that. Yep. Yep. I agree. I totally right. agree. No, I'm with you, man. All right, man. We've rambled long enough. Let's get the episode up and going. What do you think? Let's get them on. All right, boys and girls. We are back with another episode for you with. Two guys from PA that are getting it done somewhere in central PA. I don't even know. They're just up in the mountains, maybe uh, Dubois area, Clarion, something like that. I believe their names are Adam and Justin, and they are from PA Bow Hunting. These boys are our number one fans. I'm calling it right now. Yes. Number one and number two. By far, blow us out of the water. These guys listen to our episodes before they even post on social media. They have it up before us 99% of the time. <laughs> Guys, what is going on? What's up, boys? Not a lot. Man, it is November. We have been putting this episode off for months. <laughs> months. And uh, months. So I apologize on our end for that one. That's definitely on us. But you guys are definitely having one heck of a deer season. Am I right? Oh, yeah. Well, let's not jump into that. I... I <laughs> I get ahead of myself. You, you get so far ahead of yourself. I all get the ahead time. of myself because I think deer. I think deer hitting the ground, and I'm like, wait, hold on. Not everybody knows these guys. We know them, but not everybody else does. All right, introduce yourselves. 
one at a time. Justin, why don't you start us off, and then I want to hear a little bit about what you guys have going on as well. Well, I'm Justin Rigg. I'm the founder of PA Bowhunting. I guess I found it back in March of uh, 2013, and it's just been uphill from there. My name's Adam Rahar, and I got added back in uh, February 2019. Justin was looking for some people, and we just hit it off really well, and it's been growing ever since then. Now, is it just the two of you then that's pretty much like uh, the most involved in it? Uh, it's just the two of us. We're the only members right now. Okay. And we'll, so get into it a little bit. We want to hear more about PA bow hunting, what it is, uh, kind of how it started, if you if you can, a little bit, and mm-hmm. just dive back in and go way back and then just bring us all the way to present time. Oh, boy. Well, started off, I had a child when I turned 18. <laughs> so I needed a new hobby that wasn't skateboarding or snowboarding or anything like that, that, you know, you had to get hurt. So I got back into hunting. I, it was a thing I used to do a, whenever I was younger. And whenever I decided to get back into it, I just, for whatever reason, archery just drew me right back in. That was the yeah. only thing I wanted to do was just my bow and just try and put a deer down with it. And, uh, well, I decided after so long of hunting and, you know, I put a year in and I was like, I need to associate and connect with some other people in PA to, you know, get pointers and tip to uh, be more successful as an archery hunter. I mean, I had some encounters, but nothing that, you know, ever turned out successful and whenever I first started. So I got on some forums and found out they were pretty big bust. They... <laughs> Like there's interesting. They they died uh, like really fast. Forums <laughs> were huge when we were young. I feel like, and then I don't know. They've gone so far downhill so quick. <laughs> they just don't uh, even like exist anymore. I'm, I know they're still out there, but does anybody ever go on them anymore? Hunting beast. That's about it. That's a good point. Yeah, uh, I'll t- I'll take that. But that one, what archery talk was the big one. Yeah. Yeah. Ar- uh, Screw them. Archery. <laughs> No, bowhunting.com they're they're another one that that was where i was on mainly and it just i mean like i said there was some pa guys but it was pretty well over a run with like midwest guys so mm-hmm. you know you didn't, i didn't stand a chance to learn anything really off of them compared to you guys obviously know how it is to hunt in pa yeah totally yeah. different ball game out there absolutely oh, yeah i could only imagine obviously i've never been out there but Someday, maybe, if I'm lucky. Man, I feel like us PA boys, and I'm not just saying this, but, like, we hunt so hard in PA. I feel like if we just had an opportunity out there on a good piece of property, I feel like we'd just slay. I'm just saying. You're not wrong. Not at all. Well, see, what I find interesting is that you started kind of this more or less like a a social media page uh, in kind of like a, I don't know if you can call it a group or, Mm -hmm. you know, a group, and... Typically, people start something like that, and it's more of like, hey, look what I got going on. Look at all these cool pictures. But you did it more of let me find more informative uh, guidance Mm -hmm. in Pennsylvania, something close to home and where I can learn more, I can interact with people and make good contacts. I think that's pretty cool. Oh, thank you. (laughs) So that's that's kind of the start of it. But what what has it evolved into since the beginning? Well, it 
it started, like I said, as a group, uh, and we grew in the early years. I mean, we had a Facebook page, the original Facebook page. It had like 18,000 plus like, like followers on it. So it got pretty big in its early days whenever Facebook wasn't dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> now it's kind of yeah. just evolved. I started the Instagram back in like April of 2017. And that's now mainly where we focus our content. Like it's, which it's not as easy to connect so much to, per se with people. Like you can't just post up like a, a post that you usually see off Facebook pages. Like, oh, let's see where you're at. I mean, you can, but people can't post the pictures of the views of their trees, you know, right. like out of their tree stand and stuff. So right. it, Instagram's a little bit different, but it's definitely way more involved i mean people there's it's a big fault fo bigger following on instagram than it is on facebook and that's and that's how we kind of evolved from more of a group to kind of just people to follow along and we love hearing from our followers and seeing the deer they put down or the deer they're on whenever we get trail camera pictures sent to us and whatnot like that's awesome to see and especially like shed season or anything like that it's just cool that people are willing to show us like how successful they've been we can then connect with them on a different level it's pretty neat yeah i like that i like that a lot and i, I like reaching out and like talking to like our followers too like just you guys reaching out and having people send us emails and and you know sending us picture of deer that they kill and everything it's really fun man like i never really thought when we started a podcast that it would honestly a go anywhere <laughs> um but b like having people reach out and be like oh man i love the show this is how my season went Mm -hmm. that like that's so cool in my opinion like it it kind of blows my mind most of the time honestly yeah i think that. another uh another part of that too is the community and some of the people that we've become friends with because of the podcast yes and other podcasters and kind of becoming part of their community and everything too like with chasing tells and some of the other like rotten river guys mm -hmm. and, you know it's it's been a lot of fun but why are we talking about ourselves i don't know i'm not sure why we <laughs> I think that's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But yeah, I, I see what, what you're talking about. And I can't believe like you guys got huge yeah. on Facebook. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't even know how you do that. Like, I remember following that page back in the day, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, like when, everybody like, did. MD phones and whatnot that we were taking pictures on. Yeah. yeah, seriously though. Yeah, like that, that was, was the page. Them were rough days compared to what we got now with the phones that we have. I mean, crap, they shoot 4K. Like that's insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you got into hunting what when you were 12 years old? Then did you start when oh, you were young? Well, before that, like we have okay. a lodge per se. I guess you could call. It. There's like 20 some guys that are involved in it, and they're from more or less out on the eastern side of pa mm -hmm. so i was always around them during deer camp and whatnot so i and my dad always you know being young him coming home with deer and turkey and everything else i remember and getting pictures taken with him and them being little so i mean i've always been around hunting i guess mm -hmm. yeah i feel like that's the same way i mean did you get your start from your dad and did he, is he the first one that took you hunting yeah he was yeah what about you adam yeah, my dad started me when I was really young. And you're pretty dang into it, man. You're a little quieter, but I'll tell you <laughs> what, you grind. You're out there. You, you're definitely hitting it hard. Uh, my work schedule lets me go out more than I should. Well, not should, but 
it just lets me get out a lot. Not in the evenings like I'd like. I had to learn to adapt and hunt the mornings now, but mm-hmm. hopefully some. But I think I actually like hunting the mornings better. This time of year, especially. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that early season, those mornings can be rough. Yeah. I mean, that's early, early. But even now, I mean, right before, you know, the clocks fall back, you can kind of like sleep in almost compared to a work schedule. You know what I mean? And still get out in the woods a pretty decent hour in the morning. Even now, heck, first light, I think, is what, 5.30, 6.30? 6.30? 6.30, yeah, yeah, 6.30. That's not that bad, if you really think about it. Like, early in the season, you want to go on, you're waking up at like 3.30. That's me, I'm like 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Forget that. But yeah, man, it this is going to be your best time of the year then for mornings. And what time can you typically stay and stand till? Uh, I have to be to work at 3.45, so oh if I my. have to, I'll do 2.30. Oh, dude, it's basically an all-day set. That's perfect. That's <laughs> killer. Yeah, yeah, that is... Do you have... Adam, what do you do, man? Yeah, thank you. I'm a machine operator doing press metal. Oh, that's cool. I can dig that. What about you, Justin? I'm a landscaper on a design and build landscaping company. Hmm, I can drive on that. Me and Chuck are very familiar with that I side could of the probably building. get you a job. You want to move over here and kill big bucks? Yeah. Uh, i just moved but i mean Ah. maybe if the deal's right yeah i could definitely uh we're looking for a full-time landscape designer you're in buddy it pays four dollars an hour that's (laughs) to start (laughs) hey that's a huge jump so i'm i'll definitely talk to the girlfriend about it it. i mean if not think about it bud girlfriends come and go Big bucks are only around for so long. Oh, God, don't let her listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, girlfriend. Uh, so where was where were we going with that? Oh, I want to know. I want to focus on Adam a little bit, get him talking, all right? I like it. I want to know what his plan is for the next 10 days of season mm-hmm. because we're, we are crunching down, bud. We're down to the nitty-gritty. What's going on in your end of the state? Oh, like I said, I haven't been out too much just because i haven't been feeling well but now i'm almost back to 100 percent. so the next couple of days i'm going to be hitting it hard i have all week off the rest of the week so i'm going to be in the stand all i can be that's what i'm talking about dude just wake up in the morning get yourself a nice beer it'll just uh <laughs> it'll, it'll, it'll clear you up whatever you're feeling bad i mean you'll, you'll be good to go and you just, you just go and kill yourself a nice bug man that's the picture <laughs> Okay, yeah, that that might work. <laughs> I would try it at least two of the ten days. <laughs> so, anyways, let's get let's get on with it. Crickets over there. You guys gotta start yeah, laughing and on. getting like rowdy or something, man. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to slow play this. I don't disturb anybody. No, no you're, you're good, man. You're good, man. I'm just messing around. I'm slow playing this whole thing because there's one out of four of us here on on the line right now that is not trying to fill that beloved Pennsylvania buck tag. Justin, buddy, what did you do? Oh, I kind of maybe shot my first archery buck. That's <laughs> awesome, man. And I caught it on film, self-film. Yes, you did. I watched that. I might have seen that. <laughs> I want to get into the story. I know it's a little early, but we got plenty of time for stories. Can I Can I stop you for one second? Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I have to ask the question because you guys, you previously posted a video. Were you wearing the hat? Yeah. Uh, no, I was not wearing the white tail distraction hat. Come on, man. <laughs> and it was fun having you on. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Thanks for being here. 
<laughs> All right, back to your story. I'm sorry. I had to interrupt. <laughs> well, I uh, I don't even know where to start, really, I guess. Start? Let, let's start at the beginning of your season. Yeah, I'm going to say. Your season. Let's, let's take it up to the to the prime time. I, I want to know if you have any history with the buck beforehand, too. Kind of get into the history mm-hmm. if you have oh, some. Yeah. Well, okay, this piece of property that I actually shot this buck on, uh, I used to hunt it, like, maybe five, six years ago. So I have history with the property itself. I, it's an old cattle farm. They quit running cattle on it. So all the pastures grew up. They quit hanging it off for the most part. And the deer, the neighboring property has, is a farm, a working farm, crop farm. And I mean, they, they're, it's a big farm for around, for where it's located, I guess you could say. Well, I lost access to it and ended up going and knocking on the farmer's door at early spring. And as soon as I knocked, he's like, hey, what's up? And I was like, eh, nothing. He's like, you want to hunt here, don't you? I was like, I sure do, actually. (laughs) And he's like, all right, that's no problem. So I asked if it was okay if Adam could come on shed hunt with me because we asked permission if Adam could hunt it, but he was a little iffy on it. So and not to press it, we just said, all right, that's fine. No big deal. Sorry, but he Adam. let me and Adam walk it, go shed hunt it. We just ran through it real quick because, I mean, with my history there, it is where I found my first shed antler. But, I mean, it was – I spent so many – I walked every square inch of that piece of property, I swear to God. <laughs> but <laughs> – um, I just set up a camera in early spring with a little mineral site and where I had one previously, whenever I used to hunt there and sure enough, had deer on it, the first camera full, tons of them. And I was like, all right, this is a good sign. Maybe I can get away with, you know, getting at least a doe out of here. Yeah. So I go keep checking my cameras probably every two, three weeks. And it got to a point where I couldn't even really get to my cameras anymore because they don't pay off the fields. So I had to spend the 4th of July morning in like 90 some degree heat weed eating my way to my trail camera. Oh, that's the best. <laughs> oh, dude, three and a half hours of just straight weeding. Nothing better than that, right? Yeah, that sounds like tech heaven. <laughs> oh. You're just and... throwing them everywhere. <laughs> And this wasn't anything I went and helped him once. This wasn't like average weed you thought about. This was over your head. I'm not lying. Oh, we got uh, a couple spots like that that we always want to hang a camera, but you can never get in there when you want to hang them. Yeah. No, I'm telling you, I'm not a big guy. I'm only like five foot four. I'm short. I'm a little fun sized kid. But anyway, like they were over our heads. Like couldn't see anything. It was ridiculous. He's bite size. So, <laughs> cut our paths in there and everything to get the cameras and just. And then I we started talking about maybe since it was so hard for us to walk through there and, you know, deer like path least resistance, maybe if we cut some more paths and trails around that they'd actually start using them. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. They definitely did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's whenever we started getting deer all over the place. I mean, we just cut, I don't know, what, four or five different area, like, diagonal cuts and down tree lines and stuff on fence crossings and they i couldn't keep a card in my camera honestly yeah. it it'd fill up 
so fast. It was crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. That's probably a good uh, thing you did that too, because if you would have just cut like one trail into your stand, the deer would have used that trail the whole time. And if that was your only access, you would have been dropping ground scent on their main trail. Yep. So it's probably okay. a good idea. You cut a whole bunch of trails, not only to give yourself some options on which way you access, but gives the deer other options too. So well played. I was thinking was that I knew that the deer bedded up kind of on the higher side of the field because it's a slope for the most part. So I knew like in the mornings I couldn't walk in that way. I'd had half that access it from the bottom trail. Go on. But then that <laughs> I had had the bottom trail and then I cut a diagonal path across it. And then there was another path that they could kind of cut the other timber line. And that was the path that I could get straight to. Uh, I didn't have a stand in there. I only had a permanent set of sticks. Just from past history, I knew they came across the field, and that was tended to be a good spot. Well, then I hunted it opening morning, and or actually, I put a food plot in there. I let me back up. Damn, you put, put some serious plot. work into this property, yeah. man. Oh yeah, it was. I mean, it took I don't know how many Saturdays, honestly just you were there long long oh yeah the girlfriend didn't uh i owed her some dates and some kissing up after how many saturdays i spent <laughs> at the farm oh man oh yeah anyway so i put a little back 40 seed co they are a pa based food plot seed company and we caught on to them through Instagram. We're not partnered with them or anything as of right now or anything, but they, we really liked what we saw out of them. Like their blends just seem to just grow. All the customers, everybody, just great reviews on it. And from what I can see on like your social media, they're big fans of you guys. They're always commenting mm-hmm. on your stuff and, and liking your pictures and stuff. They're, they're big fans of you seem guys. like decent guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Met them at PA Plotter's property, and it, back in September, the guys from Back Forty Studio, they are awesome for real. They're some great guys. Amazing property. Amazing is an understatement. Oh yeah, PA Plotter's property is like a hundred and thirty acres, I think, somewhere around there of just light till heaven. That's uh-huh. the only way to put it. Yeah, we spent <laughs> half a day down there. <laughs> oh man. It was on. I've seen some properties, and that absolutely blew my mind as to what you could do or what people do around here with food plots and stuff. It was awesome. So wait, there, there's PA plotters. They're from Western PA, right? Yeah, they're from. What's their uh, general area? Indiana County, somewhere. Okay. Not saying down. Okay, it's not that, that makes sense. No, not at yeah. all. Uh, you know, meet in the middle. <laughs> yeah, meet in the middle. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> all right back on it back on it you made you did a food plot everything keep going oh yeah plan a little kill plot because per- originally i was gonna think about planning a strip just like the original strip that we mowed out i was like maybe i should just plant this and then i was thinking harder and i was like well if they start up at the top and they decide to just cut back around and take another path that was cut i'll never get a chance at them because yep. they be in bow range they'll be 75 80 90 yards out so that's obviously and not what i'm trying to shoot so i put a little kill plot in and it's really not that big at all but it blew up and it's amazing honestly that's what led to my success i guess you could say uh 
anyway, hunted first opening morning, saw the most deer I've ever seen in my life on opening morning on that farm. They just were piling out because I didn't realize that there was an oak that was dropping. <laughs> yeah. Crossed to the oak and not coming anywhere around me. I was like, ah. <laughs> you know what? So, though? That was a good observation set then. Oh, it was a great one. That's killer. I actually saw a buck. He was a nice five point, to be honest. Not legal, I guess you could say. But he was definitely a nice buck. To see on opening morning, I was pretty excited. Well, as I'm watching all these deer pollen, I start hearing what I think is like rattling, rattling antlers. And I'm like, okay, this is private property. The only other person that hunts this is the old guy that is the neighbor to the farmer. And he only like early season muzzle loader hunts this. So it's definitely not him but down there rattling antlers. So I turn my camera and I zoom in as far as I can. And I start looking and I'm like, oh, I see hoofs moving and it was two bucks fighting i just couldn't see what they were but i oh. fives and another buck i don't know what but they're just tickling times and i was like oh that's pretty cool and then i was like well maybe i should sit over there then so evening of the opening day i was planning on going and hunting either there jumping and double set with adam on another property that we can both hunt and i ended up not feeling so well and i took a nap and never woke up until about <laughs> dude that's happened to me before mm -hmm. i know the feeling <laughs> been there i don't even know what happened i don't know if it was something i ate i just did not feel good and i laid down and i even texted adam i was like i'm getting up in like five minutes yeah so i was already in my tree stand i was like oh he must have left his phone in the truck nope nope gas station sushi got him <laughs> oh, uh, it was the uh, frog legs. <laughs> frog legs. <laughs> it's the pig's feet, actually, but nonetheless. Uh, Fair. Yeah. Well, so since my work schedule being, I just start at 7 a.m. and work until whenever we decide to quit, because mm. that's always fun during archery season. Oh, yeah. Uh, I only got to go out. Uh, on weekends, Saturday would be the day I could get up to go out. So I hunted, obviously, opening morning. That was Saturday. And then I hunted the next Saturday, which I jumped or with my mobile set that I got over the off season. I heard, threw it up and jumped in a set uh, closer to the oak, hoping that I could, you know, get a chance at a doe or something. So I sit that had a whole just hell of a hunt to be honest with you dropped the mic windscreen off my microphone on my camera <laughs> had dough blowing out everywhere i just it fell apart and i just was like all right i'm done it was like 8 30 no deer were definitely coming around they blew everything off that property <laughs> so i took my set down got walked in my truck left that was it done for the day that evening I jumped in a stand with you, didn't I, Adam? I believe so. Yeah, we went and sat a double set. We jumped, took our mobile sets because Adam finally broke down and, you know, spent his moldy money on a mobile set instead of just these creaky double or hang on sets that we've sat in the past year. I'm so proud of you. That a boy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so we, at first, we're going to go up the same tree. And then it was like, ah, well, let's set, you know, offsetting trees. 
And that turned into a little bit of a fiasco because on the edge of this field, uh, uncut cornfield, it the trees are just huge. I don't know how old these things are, but they're massive. Couldn't even get straps around them, really. So we find trees that we could, went up them. Real uneventful night. Didn't see anything. Got down. That was the end of it, you know. And then I hunted. That was my third sit. So my fourth sit was on uh october 16th didn't realize it was the new moon but it was new moon took a day off work i took the day off work i even thought that there was a front coming in and i was like all right i'm not missing the first one right off the bat because i i mean opening day was cold but right i next one that's when it, it was we're gonna have some action so i was like all right so i asked to take off on friday that's what day it was and Boss gave me the okay, so I was like, all right, I'm going to go out in the morning. There was a chance of rain. Well, woke up. It was pouring, and I mean absolutely pouring. And I was like, I could go out and sit, but it looks like it's probably going to rain for like at least three, four hours. I don't really have rain gear, so I'm not really trying to go out and get soaked. So I opted, seeing in the forecast, it was going to clear up. I decided, eh, I'll just hit the evening then. I got out real early compared to what I usually get out in the afternoon. I sat and just figured, ah, I'll go on Doe Patrol. I had pictures of Doe going through the food plot and stuff in around 6, 6.15. So I was like, I'll probably be able to at least punch my Doe tag. That'll be great. Start off the season early, get the nerves shook, be ready for it. Well, I sit there. And, you know, I'm guilty. I'm on my phone, whether it's Instagram, checking what people are sending us about their sit or, you know, playing games. I hate to say it. That's actually how this went down. I was playing (laughs) on my phone and I just got done with my game. And it was like 5.58, I think. And I was like, oh, crap, it's almost six. They're going to be coming through. I better like get off my phone. Well, my phone interferes if it's connected to the cellular like connection Mm -hmm. it'll interfere with my uh microphone on top of my camera so i turn it off or i sent adam a message and i was like because he was at work and i was like all right i'm turning my can or my phone off just in case anything comes through and stand by well i put my phone in my pocket and no sooner did i put my phone in my pocket i grabbed my uh milkweed container out I went to go drop the milkweed, and as soon as I went to open up my fingers to drop it, I hear hooves just running. And I'm like, okay, this isn't normal, because they're coming from the side that is the neighbor's property towards me. And I'm what is going on here? Well, as it starts getting closer, I can see antlers. And I'm like, all right, here we go, game time. (laughs) So I put my milkweed back in my pocket, and I start reaching for my bow and as i'm reaching for my bow i keep staring down at what like for the clearing to where i can see what's coming and he walks in and i'm like oh i know this buck i have trail camera pictures of him all through velvet because i had three bucks that particularly liked our side of the property and not the neighbors for whatever reason they just hung out on the the property i hunted could have been that nice well, flute plot, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. And not only that, I mean, they had 
fresh green cut grass to eat on after we yeah. mowed down all the weeds. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he was one of the crab claw eights that I had on camera. I had two crab claw eights, and one was a high G2. I mean, he is incredibly high, long G2s, like, and just awesome crab claws on both sides. And then there was the funky crab claw eight. And that's, as soon as I saw him, I was like, that's the funky crab claw eight. Like, it has to be him. Like, I'm pretty positive at this point. Well, I didn't care which one it was. It was legal. I've never killed a buck with my bow. I didn't care. I absolutely. was trying to kill this buck. Yes, absolutely. So I get my bow and I'm like, all right, are you going to let me get my bow? Yes, you are. Are you going to let me turn my camera on? Yes, you are. And as I'm doing this, he's stepping into my food plot because that's right. He stopped right at the beginning of my food plot. And just, <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, like you're so close right now. Like he ended up stopping, taking a dump. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, cool. I got my camera zoomed in how I wanted it. And I got it to where he was sort of centered, and I was like, all right, as long as you're in the frame at this point, I don't care. I'm Game just going to try and do it. Yeah. I get my bow, I get my release in my hand, and I start pulling back, and I'm like, are you going to let me get the full draw? And he did, and I'm like, all right, are you going to take one more step so I can shoot you? And he just kind of like lifted his head up, or lifted his head up, moved his leg, and I was like, you're done. <laughs> let it go, and as soon as he, I let it go, it whacked him. I saw the blood fly, and I was like, oh my gosh, I just hit him. Freaking out, I turned my phone back on, I hurry up and text Adam, and I'm like, even though I did watch Where the Fuck Goes, I've learned that from hearing it from enough people. I watched where he ran, he ran down, jumped the barbed wire fence in the pasture. Oh yeah. Where he went after that, because it gets thick down in there with pines. So, I hurry up, pull my phone out, text Adam, say, I just shot a buck. No sooner do I put my phone back in my pocket. I turn my camera for whatever reason, just to record me. And I start with the, it's October, Friday, October 16th. And I just shot a buck. It's my first <laughs> one. And Adam calls me. And that, what you see in the video, our YouTube video, then were the first words out of my mouth. Followed up with, oh, I don't know, a dozen and a half other obscenities in about a minute and 20 seconds. I love it, dude. <laughs> I Ow, I couldn't help myself. I couldn't believe I actually finally shot a buck. I didn't know if I killed him or not, but I thought the shot was good. Oh, dude, Adam, you hit you hit a walk off grand slam on yeah, that buck. Like, that was, you hit him. Yeah, you could have bat flipped your bow in the air and just started <laughs> like pumping up the crowd. You know, <laughs> you you crushed him. You absolutely oh, annihilated him. That that shot of the blood just gushing out. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that was awesome. You knew he was toast. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. That's the thing. I didn't know. Like I, I was like, I feel like it's a good shot though. Like I feel like I hit him just behind his shoulder and like where I would want to hit him. Mm -hmm. So Adam told me to go back up and check the camera. So I get in the matter of like eighteen minutes. It took me, I think it was, to pull my set out. I go over in the food plot, grab my arrow because it was a clean pass through, but it didn't stick in the ground. And that's what I thought was odd until we found the deer. Well, it was laying flat on the plot, took a picture of it. And then I start walking down to where he ran to jump the fence. And I see blood squats, little bits and little bits. And I'm like, okay, probably not as much as I should see 
And either way, I'm waiting for Adam because Adam told me he was going to get out of work at eight. Yeah, I told hey, if you shoot a buck, it's your first one. I'll leave work and come help you. Well, had to break it to my boss that I was leaving work, which he wasn't too happy, but <laughs> it was worth it. Yeah, yeah. that's totally worth Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Hours, two and a half hours for me to get there. That was the worst part of it. He, I shot it at like 6.02, I think, and Adam couldn't get out of work until 8. Oh, man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> little torture, huh? Uh, it was better to wait. <laughs> It is. It is. It absolutely is. I, and I felt the same better because that I walked around the shot, and after reviewing it on the camera, that's when I realized, oh boy, that's a little bit high. Yeah, it looked extremely high in the video, and I was just like, let's just let it wait. If it's dead, it's going to be there. So, but then my what I didn't tell him is I was pretty much shooting my platform and my stands about twenty and a half foot <laughs> up a tree. So shooting was probably like 24 foot and he was the deer was at 16 yards oh yeah so deep angle honestly yeah that, so, deer, that deer didn't that was kind of a risky shot though too you kind of made that shot picture spot through that branch oh yeah that's that's actually the thing too my dad even brought up after he saw the video he's like you hit that branch you sure did <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was like yeah thank god for fixed play broadheads i guess yeah like, yeah it saved your butt on that one bud Oh, seriously. I just, I couldn't honestly see it. And not that I can even really remember it because that was just a a blur of emotion happening. Oh, but, yeah. You can never see those branches or those little saplings that are in the way. Yeah. You're looking through your peep. They don't even exist. Well, especially when they're no. close like that, you don't realize it because even though your sight might be clear, you know, your arrow sitting down on the rest and it just takes that little bit of difference and that little bit of difference okay. is all it was and you just nicked that branch but didn't matter that arrow didn't even move its path it was just on a no, bead it didn't move at all thankfully mm -hmm. <laughs> so after i mean i looked at, or i went up because you know i'm poor <laughs> i ran out of data on my plan i had to go to sheets and so i get drive to the closest sheets and use their wi-fi to send adam the video and that's what he's like oh that's a little high a little bit higher than what you said <laughs> oh no so he tells me eight o'clock i'll meet you there i'll get out of work and then i'll meet you at the farm i was like that's fine so it was killing me i drove to my parents house and i stood in their kitchen and would not stop pacing. <laughs> dude i looked at the video I could not stop. I was worried. I remember. What if I? I, I mean, I, I remember the first archery buck I shot. I, I know the emotions you went through. There's no way I would have waited two hours. <laughs> no way. I was by myself, though. So, I mean, like you, but I didn't. I mean, I really didn't have anyone coming. I guess my dad, I told him to come meet me, but he was going to be like a half an hour. And I'm like, I heard him crash. I'm going. I'm not waiting. <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> but I couldn't imagine sitting there for two hours. Well, I remember uh, Austin, you and I, when I shot that big boy. Oh, yeah. Remember, we backed out and waited, and we were like, yeah, we'll give it a couple. I don't remember. We did not wait that long. We were hour. like, we're going to give it a couple of hours. I think we went up like to the truck, and I think maybe we took our coats off. We were like, oh, yeah, it's been long enough. That was the hardest. <laughs> <laughs> that was the hardest hour of my life. Like, that was just so hard to sit there and wait and not know and wait oh. how many times did you watch that video uh 
honest, I almost ran my video camera batteries. Oh yeah. <laughs> so oh. that was part. I just kept watching it and thinking, okay, well, you know, if you don't find it, I'm gonna search as hard as I can. But if I don't find it, no one's ever seeing it... this video. <laughs> no, no, I still posted, I posted Adam's uh, video where he uh, decided he was gonna shoot a doe in late season and decided to. Uh, Drill a tree. Just absolutely murder a tree, I'll tell you that. Wasn't wearing his hat. I don't think I had a hat then. No, no, I don't think I Probably not. <laughs> so you no. shot the buck, man. You're you've waited. Adam shows up. What's going through your mind? Like you you've played it a bunch, you guys think it's high. But did you uh did you have any confidence just for the simple fact that you were so high up in the tree and he was close? I had confidence in the fact of how hard that buck mule kicked when yeah. he got hit yeah. and the amount of blood that flew out of him because watching so many videos on YouTube and I mean, even watching the outdoor channel and all that crap whenever I was first getting into hunting, like it, I knew when mule kick happens for the most part, it seems like it's a good shot. Like, yeah. They recover the animals. So mm -hmm. I figured keep that hope alive. Like, Worst case scenario, you don't find him, but just stay positive. So, me and Adam take our flashlights, and we set off <laughs> walking through the farm. And we get back to the food plot where the I, the initial shot happened, and I kind of fill him in. Like, he knew where my stand was, obviously. There were permanent sticks I put in back in, like, oh my, April or May. So, they've been there forever. Uh start walking him through the shot everything that happened obviously i've already seen the video we start walking down the blood trail and it's not real not real much a whole lot of blood how about spot, it spot here and there and i'm just starting to worry more and more and i'm just like uh like all right we're not finding good blood this isn't good so we get over the barbed bar fence and I think we found one drop. Yeah, we were struggling to find blood right there. We real bad. It was so hard. Couldn't find anything. And I that's when I started panicking a little bit. And I'm like, yep, I really just screwed this up. Just like I've done a million times before. Like, it's over. <laughs> Doubt doesn't take long to set in. Like, immediately, it can just creep in. Doesn't matter unless you see that animal go down. Doubt is always there. It creeps right up into your soul, and it just sits there. Oh, that's for that's for sure. That I mean, I can't say that. Enough. But <laughs> we stop, and I put one of the flashlights on the last spot of draw blood that we found, and at, we kind of like span out a little bit from there. And Adam goes to the right, and I go to the left. I don't make it too far. I'm really looking hard because I just, I'm dying to find a spot of blood. Like, I just want to see one glistening spot of blood and we're back in the money. We're going. Well, Adam just out of nowhere says, Hey, what's that down there that's white about 60 yards away? And I'm like, Are you kidding me? Freak out. I shine my light and there he is, belly up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's, it it was crazy. It, he did not start pouring blood out until 10 to 15 yards from where he crashed. Yeah, and yeah. that was the crazy part. Whenever I shot him and I watched him go down into the pasture, I heard branches and stuff breaking. So I was like, he's just on a death run or something right now. He's just running to get away. 
What I really heard was him smacking into a tree and breaking branches off of it. <laughs> oh, oh man! You know what though? That blood's probably from that high that high hit. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they don't bleed a whole hell of a lot, but you know, they still are bleeding. Yeah. Plus, he took off like a yeah. scalded cat, and then he's spraying because it's lung, so oh, yeah. it's just spraying like speckles. That stuff's hard to find. You know, if you oh, were yeah. in the woods. With, I bet you, if you were in the woods with like leaves on the ground and trees around, you would have seen that stuff just sprayed everywhere. I mean, it would have been just literally sprayed on everything. But it's really hard, like in that grassy stuff or even the high weeds, really hard to pick up blood sometimes. Yeah. It just gets down in like little crevices, I swear, and it just like hides from you. I don't know what it is. Especially red pine needles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, pro tip, keep a bottle of hydrogen peroxide in your truck. Ooh, I'll have to do that. I'll throw one in. Because when it's real spotty like that and you can't find it on the leaves or the grass, you start hitting it with that hydrogen peroxide, it foams up. Oh, that's genius. I've never even heard of that before. Yeah. Spray bottle of hydrogen peroxide, man. Right. I still haven't done that in two years. We've I talked about it I for I still two have years. one in my truck. <laughs> <laughs> we used it that Yeah, time. we used it in my buck last year. Yeah. yeah. And I, I kid you not, I mean, the smallest speckle of blood and sprayed it and sure enough, that thing foamed up. Yeah. That was impressive. I was definitely impressed. But anyways, get back to it. So you see it. Do you run after it? What do you do? Do you guys celebrate and then take off after it? Uh, honestly, it is. that's another blur to me. I just remember seeing its stomach white, and next thing I know, I am just holding his antlers in my hand. <laughs> yes. Like, holy crap. Like, I actually did this. I've screwed. It took me nine years of struggling and failing and just messing up and learning the hardest way possible (laughs) to finally just get one and he i'm so proud and blessed to be honest by taking him he was a hell of a buck he was heavy that was the other thing he was a big body deer Heck yeah. Well, you earned it, man. Yeah, you, you should be proud it. of that, dear man. If you weren't proud of it, I might come over there and smack you around a little bit. Still might. I yeah, still might. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, dude, seriously, like y- your first archery buck, it is a special feeling, yes. a very special feeling. I I know uh, like reaction wise, that's why I asked because I remember, you know, when Austin and I found my buck together, it was like. I didn't even want to go touch it. Like, I was standing back. Remember, Austin had to tell me. I think I tackled you. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, dude, that's your buck. Go get it. I'm like, yeah, but I can't. I got to take this you, in. You like, were standing there looking at it. I was like, grab a hold of him. Like, <laughs> do something. Yeah. Something. Oh, man. Bro, I was like, what do I do with my hands? <laughs> <laughs> what do I do with my hands? <laughs> so, I have, I have, well... I have one question now. You already answered the other one. What kind of mobile setup are you running? Uh, I'm running an XOP uh, Vanish Evo. I love it. I have the same stand. The Vanish. And for sticks, I'm running the XOP full-length, like, three-step ones. Okay. But that is, that's going to be switching up. They're just a little too cumbersome for my liking. What are you thinking about switching to? Uh Something that is going to hurt my financial being mm. very badly. <laughs> oh, no. There's a lot of those options there out there now. <laughs> so many of those options <laughs> now. Too many options. Oh, man. What are you thinking, man? Because I'm thinking about going towards a stick as well, back to a stick. I think you should. I'm honestly thinking about the Lone Wolf Custom Gear Double Steps. 
They're nice and tight, and they look like they pack just so clean. Can I borrow your and, debit card? Yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna, if you're gonna go there, oh, dude, there's so many there, stick options now. There too. are around um, that got, same price help. range. If you're gonna spend that money, there's so many. Nothing against Lone Wolf Custom no. Gear. Just trust me, they have like top notch, top notch gear. Literally top notch. They are on top of the game. Yes. But you know, have you seen the new ones uh, from Tethered? Like they're pretty nasty. Under uh, a pound a piece. Yeah. No they, way. Oh, dude, you have to look those up. They are under a pound. I think four of them is like 3.6 pounds, 3.5 yeah. oh, pounds. Boy. They are stupid light, dude. Stupid light. And they're double steps. They're nice. They're very nice. Um, That's the main reason I want to switch is I want a double step. Like, I just feel like it'd be so much easier than yeah. there's times that I'm just standing basically on the squared top of the tubing basically with the arch of my foot trying to mm-hmm. maneuver around stuff. been there i've been there it, i feel you it's tough you know do ballerina dance on top of a stick at like 15 <laughs> feet never fun <laughs> yeah austin and i i mean you still run alone i'm still running the original wolf, but i'm dude next year i'm gonna be in a double step of some sort yeah, there I think go. I will, too. I think I'm going to pull it. Um, but yeah. Timber Ninja sticks are pretty nasty for the double. I mean, they're they're up there in price range, too. The Beast sticks, um, you know, the episode that's going to be dropping here real quick with Taylor Chamberlain, he goes into some detail on some sticks as well. So you guys have better – well, I know you'll listen. Dude, even the Shakars oh. double steps are yeah, nice. Yeah, the Shakars. There's so many sticks in that in, – right in that price range that I yeah. don't want to spend the money on. Dano just <laughs> came out with new sticks. Did you see that? I saw it today. Yeah. Dano came out with new double sticks. They're like $115 a stick, yeah. but they're they're like super light, nasty looking. Oh, man. Adam, what kind of double – what kind of uh, set did you get? Oh, I – Went with the stand like Justin, the XOP. I love the XOPs. Mm-hmm. I was really going back and forth what to get, but their quick connect bracket really sold me. Unbelievable, dude. Must have. Game changer. It's, I don't use that word very often. I'm a game changer. <laughs> I don't think I'd ever switch a stand. But I went with the mini sticks that they just came out with. Novus? The Novix st- sticks or the mini sticks? Or what are you looking at? The uh, XOP sticks? Yes. Yeah, oh, XOP okay. just came out with little ones. Yeah, I didn't see those ones. Yeah. There's so many options out there, man. They're, they're really hard. Anymore. I wish you guys would have told me. I just sold my Vanish, like, <laughs> this summer. I just right got rid before, of it. No, it was after I bought mine. I remember seeing yours for sale. Yeah. Yeah. It's not... And mine wasn't the uh, the Evo, but still, I mean, that's a great stand. There's not that much of a difference, no. honestly. I loved it, but... I don't know. I Listen, vowed so I vowed to stay away from it forever. So I did not sell mine, and mine is actually in my truck, and I hung it once this year. And Ooh. I hung it out of it. Yeah, I did. I'm so shameless plug, but you know, well, not even a shameless plug. I don't even know why I said that. <laughs> I I hung my stand just for old time's sake to hunt out of it to see if I still liked it, but I I sat my saddle in it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was it, it was epic, and I still love that stand, and I'm still going to keep that stand. It has its yeah. place. It has its place. I will say that the stand was nice for like packing in sticks because yeah. you had something firm you could strap your sticks to. It worked out great. When I got rid of the stand and started using a smaller platform with the sticks, when we got into saddle hunting, it just the sticks became cumbersome. I didn't like them; they were too big. So I think if I go back, I'm going to go to probably a short double step, like a 17, 20 inch, something in that range. Yeah, probably 20 inches because it's, you know, a little extra. But 
I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm actually kind of excited, but I have a game plan. See, my game plan is I'm going to keep the steps and I'm going to put them as like a permanent set, just like Justin has with his, his steps or his sticks. So I'm going to make a permanent set with those wild edge steps somewhere. And then I'm going to have my running gun set up with, with sticks so I can go quicker because the steps are nice, but man, they are potentially a pain in the ass if you get on the wrong tree. Yeah. Oh, no, that's no bueno. But it's, it's nice getting like four or five feet at one jump. You know, at yeah, a time. I'm cool on that. I got I got sticks. I can fly up the freaking I know, tree, dude. I Especially know. with rope mods. Everything's so much nicer. Ooh, look at me. I know. Oh, there's modifications you can do to stuff. That's what we've done a couple mods to our stands just mm. to make them a little bit better and, yeah. you know, pack stuff in a little bit easier. It makes it pretty cool. Dude, honestly, I, that's kind of what I love about mobile hunting. Just honestly modding all my gear. I love it so much. It's It's kind of like an infatuation I've had in the past few years. And, yeah, I, I think it's we'll cool. We'll see what happens next year. I don't know. It's gonna be weird. <laughs> you will be like two peas in a pod then, because I'm telling you what he got his what was it sticks in the mail and took the work with him. Don't tell his boss, but anyway, <laughs> was messing around with how to mod stuff out within literally two hours of having it in his hands. Epic, he epic. Could yeah. Dude's a legend. <laughs> <laughs> he just don't care. Yeah. See, I'm complete opposite. Like, I buy stuff and I just, I want to buy it and I just want to use it out of the package as is. Now, not me at stealth all, stripping or something like that, different story. I did use that a little bit this year, but I don't know, man. I, I'm not big into like modding things. That's why I just keep buying different things so I find what I like instead of making it. Yeah. But I think next year I want to get into repelling down the tree. You're nuts, dude. Whatever. Dude, <laughs> it looks so cool. You know, if we want that same mentality, you can totally foot the bill for us on it. And we're fine with that. I'll see what I can do. See what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> so, one, I don't want to change the subject at all. But one thing I wanted to ask you guys earlier, and I totally forgot to ask it, but it's kind of relevant now, too. We kind of know yours a little bit, Justin. I feel like you fulfilled yours, but I'm going to ask it anyway. What were kind of like your goals at the beginning of the season, both you and Adam? Well, my goal... Just like every other year that's I start archery season is to tag out during archery season. I would love to just tag out with my bow, not have to take the gun out, even though I do love getting with, you know, the guys at camp and whatnot. I just I'd rather do it with my bow. It's a much more personal thing for me rather than, you know, the drives or sitting in big blocks, blinds with heaters and whatnot. And yeah. Like I. I like the grittiness of getting out there, I guess. So my goal was just, I wanted to tag out. And I, like always, wanted to punch my buck tag for the yeah. first time. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, that's a lofty goal Phil, to tag out. I mean, I don't know if you just have like the three doe tags and a buck tag. That's still a pretty lofty goal. I am far from tagged out right now. Yeah. <laughs> you and me both, brother. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't, I ordered or sent in for my first doe tag. And in the midst of it, moved whenever I sent it out. So that was a big mess because I didn't even remember what I unit I sent for. Nice. Nice. So I sent for two of the same one if it was a certain uh, management unit because, you know, I knew the management unit the farm was on, I could really put down the dough if I wanted to. So that's what I wanted, but I was afraid that I was going to send in for two of the other and then not end up getting one for the farm property. So yep. 
I just prayed and then forgot to send in the second time. <laughs> oh, no. For people that I are wondering, that unit is 13G. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. Uh, 13G Niner in there somewhere. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Uh, Clarionville or something like that. I think it's along the Mississippi, but like kind of near the Pacific Ocean. I'm not 100% sure. I'm yeah, that makes sense. You know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that adds up. That adds up. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, just banked on the uh, after it archery season starts that Monday after they always sell the leftover tags like over the counter. Yep. So we knew from the year prior because we woke up and they started selling them so fast that the numbers were dropping like in the thousands, like literally refresh your phone. And it was like 900 more gone. And we had to drive like 20, 25 minutes to get to where we had to buy them. So we didn't break any speed limits in case any cops are hearing. I mean, we we're totally legal, but nonetheless got there and got tags. So I just banked on that. Turns out they sold out of the unit that I needed. <laughs> oh man. 13 G usually does sell out. Yeah, early. That's a hot ticket. They always sell out with the niner. <laughs> Uh, I think 6B is still available if you want some of those. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you can come hunt with us. You can come hunt with us, dude. I got eight tags still, so you can uh, you can use a couple of mine if you want. Uh, sounds tempting. <laughs> I think I have I seven. Got, uh, Maybe six. I have six. I have, I have eight left. Yeah. I have yeah. eight tags left. I hear you. This is bad. Adam, Adam uh, buddy. We're cutting, we're cutting him off. Adam, buddy. What were your goals for the season, man? Oh, uh, I'm... Like Justin said, wanted to tag out. I've done it multiple times before in archery, two or three. Show off. And <laughs> Show off. I told you guys. <laughs> the silent killer. I uh, love archery, and if I have to go and ha make something happen, my dad always thought I was crazy. I'd go and sit on the ground, no blind or anything, and make it happen, and I've done it multiple times on does, so I can't even count. I've done it on three bucks, I believe, and all are pretty nice. And last year was just a rough archery season, so I just wanted to get some meat in the freezer this year. So one Saturday I was out, I missed one, don't know how I did it. So I went out the next Monday, cut cornfield first thing in the morning, big doe stepped out, whacked it no problem. Of course, Justin wasn't there to take any pictures, so you probably saw it on Instagram stuff. It was it laying in the field. <laughs> yeah, dude, way, way to drop the ball, buddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Other than that, I haven't been able to hunt much since. So, yeah, like we said, this week coming up is going to be fire for me, I hope. Yeah. Well, I mean, now that you're this late into the season, it's November 10th, and, um, you know, you got 10 days left of probably the best rut that we're going to see. Uh, are you going to be shooting doe, or are you going to be just out there pretty much waiting for bucks? Uh, probably just buck. I can always go for doe and rifle, no problem, but... Yeah, I say bucks, I go, plural. What what was I thinking? Bucks. Yeah, we get, we get so many buck tags here in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Another. We but I got one. a direct message today. I was sitting at home. My buddy messaged me, sent me a video of a buck chasing a doe right in front of my tree stand. Oh, that hurts. I, um, That's like that meme. Was that buddy like welcome at that place that he can yeah. like see your tree stand? <laughs> But he, if he wanted to go in, he knows he's allowed, but he's not one to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's that meme where that giant buck's standing there and it says, hey, I walked by your stand today, but you were at work. <laughs> that's that meme. <laughs> that is that meme. Coming that's to terrible. life. Yeah. That sucks. That's yeah. why, I mean, I tried that 
link that you gave me, yeah. that cell link, I couldn't do like the cameras like that because if I was at work and I saw giant bucks just walking past, you set it so it gives it to you once a day. I not tried when that. They do it. I tried that. It drove me nuts. I I needed it more often. It was like a it was like a that crack addiction. Of, I'm out telling of control. you, <laughs> you're out of control. Please go on. I'm sorry. Please go on. Adam, where are you? I think they hung up on <laughs> us. They hate us. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Hard to hear you for a second. Oh, Chuck was just rambling. Don't worry about it. It's yeah, all good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, anyways, so, uh, so you have one doe down. You have how many tags total? Oh, uh, this year they limited our DMAP tags, so I only have two other doe tags and my buck tag. Okay, so you have three tags to fill in ten days, right? That's what you're telling me, I guess. Well, <laughs> you know what? Here, I'm gonna make a bold prediction. Are you cool with oh, a bold boy. prediction? Oh, boy. I'm feeling like not tomorrow. I'm feeling I'm feeling Thursday. I'm calling this. I'm feeling Thursday. You're gonna put down a nice. Thursday's buck. Thursday's gonna be a good day. I'm feeling I'm, Thursday. You're gonna put down a nice buck, and then you're you you know Friday. I think you're gonna be a little hungover from celebrating. So I think Saturday you're gonna uh, shoot a doe in the morning, and then let me take it from here. Okay, Sunday, like the first Sunday. Sunday hunting in Pennsylvania oh, yeah. in our lives. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna tag out on the first Sunday ever allowed in Pennsylvania, ever for deer hunting, to my knowledge, yes. ever ever in the existence of our world. You're gonna tag out on that day. It's gonna be epic. Oh my goodness! And and the best part is, Justin's gonna be there to get it all on film. <laughs> Clearly, we hope. Uh, I'm telling you that this is it's not a guess. It's what's going to be. <laughs> Listen, we're both wearing hats right now, so, you know, it, it, it might might come true. I hope it does for you. Yeah. It's five. It's kind of like if you cross the streams as Ghostbusters, that's what we're doing with the hats right now. <laughs> right? And we're making this prediction, so don't let us down. All right. Please. That means I got to fill my last doe tag here, like, either tomorrow evening if I get rained out from work tomorrow or uh, hopefully Saturday morning. Uh, that you got that tomorrow. Yeah. No worries. Yeah, no worries tomorrow. Tomorrow right. in the rain, you're gonna watch her go down. Yeah. It'll be good. Uh, so I'm heading to my lucky spot. I've killed in two sits. I've killed two animals from the same stand, so I can't complain. I like it. I yeah. like that stand. I do. I you got room in that stand? Yeah. Can I like borrow the back side of that platform and just like hang with you? Or what? I'll give you the whole thing. I'll just hang out of a tree with my harness and just swing around, and hope for the best. Nah, bro. We're we're saddle hunters now, so like we're cool. Oh, oh I forgot. I forgot. Out of here. <laughs> we're like diva, so like we just use like a stick, and that's how we climb. Just a stick. I'm sorry. I need a platform because I'm fat and lazy, and I need a seat to sit down on. So. Whoa! Nobody said we weren't fat and lazy. Listen, we're both fat and lazy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody went there, buddy. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, how are you supposed to play, like, video games on your phone if you got a saddle? I don't know how that works. It is the greatest. Dude, it's an ass hammock. Okay. Yeah. It's the ultimate in lazy people, like, deer hunting equipment. The worst part about it is, and it almost gets me because, you know, you you lose some pockets when you're hunting out of a saddle. So, trying to struggle and panic and find a pocket that you can put your phone in is like that's a fun game to play like that's i what, go to the middle pocket and then i struggle and i go to the leg pocket and then i struggle and then i just put it in my pouch that's what dump pouches are for bro yeah but i got my uh my range finder in there so i don't want to bury the range that's finder why you just grab your shirt collar and throw it down your shirt 
See, this guy's mm. like game changer right there. That's... I am so bummed that I didn't meet you guys at the Camo Care shoot. Can I tell yeah. you that? Yeah, I yeah, wanted man. to bring that up. Oh, we were waiting to see if we were like, yeah, we're going to meet them both. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I had a wedding. It was like, yeah. and oh, no. you're want to meet us because you're too cool and <laughs> you're the cool crowd and we're not yeah yeah i mean it, I, I guess i guess it I was funny <laughs> the group we were with uh i can't remember who it was it might have been andrew or somebody they came up to me afterwards we're walking to the first one and they're like dude we saw someone at registration with a uh a white tail distraction podcast hat on i couldn't believe it i was like yeah i know who you're talking about i was like there's not that many people out there wearing our hats so i know who it is we're that big now <laughs> 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 you're getting spotted we had fun though that was a good shoot next year dude this this coming year if you guys go i will be there 100 percent. i promise unless i don't unless i have another wedding i guess i don't know yeah seriously you better be there because that was awesome that is the first time and it's because i wore the white tele distraction mm. podcast hat i actually outshot adam at a 3d shoot for once oh my goodness gracious man impressive yeah. sir impressive for once that was the first time this ever doesn't happen <laughs> ever well i think next year we need to make sure that we coordinate this a little bit better and we get all in the same place and we can, like party a little bit the night before i like it oh. yeah oh yeah i'm down i know a few people i think what we can do um if it's not a covid's year we can it's go ahead by then well we can get our groups together to shoot yeah you oh, know yeah. what i mean oh yeah that way we can have two groups on the same um i don't know target they're not holes yeah. target together target. yeah it's like golf it's like golf yeah exactly uh but i think next year and I, I we wanted to do it this year and we tried to but then you know everything happened and it got postponed yeah it got moved back and people couldn't go on the new date yeah and it'd it just, been fine the first time right you <laughs> sam some other guys you know locally that wanted to do it they they just couldn't do it on that new date so next year next year i promise next year I'd like to get like two, two groups at the minimum. We need to get more people there. I agree. Oh, yeah. that place that was honest to God out of all the shoots that I've ever been to in my life. That was the most fun. The most it was hard. Some of them targets were yeah. hard. Did you guys do the white course or the orange course? Say the orange. The orange was like three and a half miles. It was insane. <laughs> That's the one we did. It was, was so. Around. It went forever. Like it just kept going, but it was a big course. Big, I couldn't believe how big it was. Honestly, yeah. Did you have like the uh, the white mountain goat thing, like in a pretty severe down shot down the hill? Yes, that was my favorite one. Yes, and that was a good shot. That was badass. Look at how fired up you just got him. That's so awesome. I'm so pissed that I missed it, (laughs) dude. It was. (laughs) Yeah, Austin, you're too cool for us. You missed out on all the fun. Yeah, you know, I just, dude, I suck. I was, I was busy shotgunning a beer somewhere and bumfuck egypt ohio the like, worst part was dude <laughs> the, the two years in a row me and you went we yeah. did the white course yeah we right. never even seen the orange course before it wasn't offered to me and we did the orange course and it was badass like i i like the white course the orange course is on the next level yeah yeah that's it's where fun. i'll be next time I'll yeah, yeah. those yeah. hills got to me though remember that fat lazy comment uh, that's where I lost my lead. I was in a solid lead leading up to those hills, and then it all think, went down. Uh, do you guys think that they like look down on you in a 3D shoot if you shoot an airbow? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna roll in next year with a crossbow. <laughs> but uh, that's what I was gonna say. Do you want to bring a crossbow or like a 270 or what? <laughs> I'm here to shoot you know, the I'm open. Gonna, class. I'm gonna burn them down with an odd six. It's gonna be good. Just give it hell. Why not? <laughs> 
Oh yeah, this is happening. You're it. It's it's a bad no, idea that you, you gave me your number. You need to get those like what are those? Those gearheads. You need to get one of those little bows. Those little tiny guys yeah, and shoot with that. Them gearhead bows. Sweet though. Did you shoot them at the uh, the Great American Outdoor Show? Oh no, like that was that that was my first time at the Great American Outdoor Show this past year, mm-hmm. and. It was a little bit overwhelming. I didn't expect it to be that big. <laughs> yeah. If we go this year, you guys got to go with us. Yeah, we were there at the same time. You guys should have met we'll up go. with us. Like, we were kind of veterans. Dude, it got canceled this year. Oh, did it really? It already got canceled. Oh. Uh, well, I guess not this year. 2022. Okay, 2022, we're going together. I'm just saying. This is... Oh. I know. I, I am devastated. I'm crushed. I'm so over COVID right now. I am crushed. Like that's not till February, and they already they already canceled it. They canceled right. it last month. All right, I'm changing the topic because I'm gonna get upset. <sighs> we gotta bring some positive vibes <laughs> back. Positive vibes back. All right, well, hold on one second. I have I was writing some stuff down. I need to talk about real quick. Okay, oh, you, have to- you have talking points. Huh? Okay. Yes, I do. I was right. writing them down. I was I doing my job over here. Yeah. Uh, you guys have flirted around this for a while, and we didn't get it out of you when we kind of introduced what you do, but. Why don't you talk a little bit about your YouTube channel because you have not even mentioned it yet, really? Well, honestly, that's because it is something that we're just starting to grow. Uh, like that Whitetail Distraction podcast video, I actually filmed that with my phone off the bed of my pickup truck. It's my favorite <laughs> video on YouTube. Dude, it is honestly, it is so funny because I remember sending it to you guys just trying to like see if you guys would get a laugh or if you thought i was like you know gonna start stalking you or something you know trying to wear my skin uh, whenever i said that you guys were like i can't believe you just shot an arrow into a tree i was like (laughs) it's an arrow like yeah dude it was classic i watched that video every other tuesday i still Honestly, it that was something I was sitting. That was during my layoff that I get every year during the winter. Uh, we, I was so bored. It was getting towards when it was getting nice out, and I just, I shot my bow. I still shoot my bow pretty much every day for the most part. I yeah. try to at least, but I was shooting my bow every single day. I had nothing else to do. I just would get out and I'd shoot like three dozen, turn around, do it again. A couple hours later, I was bored. So then it hit me one night. I was like. I want to do a video just to see if I can get a laugh out of these guys. And it came to me, so I just filmed it and threw it together. And, yeah, that was ridiculous. Dude, hilarious. I, I thought it was pretty that. good. I've never been in front of a camera before, so that's why, like, I screwed up so many different times, like, popping. Even in the video that's on YouTube, like, right at the end, I'm like, yep, that's a face palm, but whatever. I told you, I was like, F it, dude, just send it. Like, who cares? Oh, dude, you know, just go out there and send it. Send it. Dude, listen, listen. You know, you weren't in front of a camera before. You know, think about how this podcast is going. We're all over the freaking place, <laughs> but it's gonna turn into a gem. I promise. Oh yeah, yeah. It'll be <laughs> That's good. Bridge juice flowing right now. That's the only thing I got rolling for me. I love right. it. I love it. <laughs> listen, I want to get into your turkey kill, but I want I want to hear a story from Adam. Uh, I, I he hasn't done enough talking for me. Austin has something. Hold on. No, pause. No, 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 no. I was gonna get to the stories eventually. I'm okay. Because we gotta do it every episode. Everybody has to share their favorite. That's what I'm. That's what I'm getting at. All right. Well, I'll, I'll let you do it. Go ahead. Go I ahead. I want to know Adam's favorite hunting story. The silent killer. The silent assassin. Who's <laughs> just out there slaying deer 
He's got to have at least one story for us that he can get into some detail on. Oh, favorite. I don't, I don't know. That's a hard one. There's just so many. Come uh, on. It doesn't have to be about a deer. It could be about a groundhog. It could be. <laughs> yeah, that, that booner groundhog. groundhog. You're gonna come <laughs> that booner groundhog. This summer. Uh, okay. It was, I think it was 2016. Solid. Good year. <laughs> that was a good year. I shot my first buck ever with a bow in 2016. Okay, so did I. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Go so, on. Had to work Saturday morning. It was the first day. And so I worked until noon like I usually do. Or maybe I got off at 11. I got off at 11. Got off. Went home. Showered. And I was in the middle of my shower and went, I forgot my archery stamp. So I got out of the shower, got dressed, ran to the store, got my archery stamp. So it's going on 12 o'clock. I climb into my tree stand. I'm sitting there. And of course, my parents went away for the weekend. And my dad told me, don't shoot a doe. Only shoot a buck because I won't be there to help you. You'll find somebody to come help you. <clears throat> so I'm sitting there. It's 12, 12, 15. I got in. And I'm all situated. Wouldn't you know it? 1230. I'm calling my dad. Buck down. I was sitting there. This I don't know why or what made it, but this buck came through chasing this doe. I grunted, stopped perfect, and just hammered him. <laughs> when does that ever happen? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm calling my dad. Yeah, actually, the video is on our Instagram. It's the one where the trail camera just caught it as it was the arrow was hitting it. Yeah. It was a nine point. I called my dad. I was like, hey, I got a deer. And he goes, you shot a doe. And I go, no, I shot a buck. <laughs> At 1230. Down, he helped me. My first archery archery buck was a nine point. Couldn't have been more excited. Dude, that is awesome, man. Half okay. an hour in the tree. And it's that. That's killer. I mean, like, that happens a lot with doe, you seems. <laughs> but, like, your first buck ever. Now, did he just, like, appear on you real quick and you didn't have time to think about it? Or did he slow play in? What's that? The buck. Did he slow play in, or did you just it happen no, real was, fast? Hardcore coming in. Like, I saw it for maybe 15 seconds, if that. That See, helps. That's the way I like it. <laughs> I, don't like, get, was, I don't get all worked up when they just, like, show up on me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, instincts took over, and I don't even know what happened. That's awesome, That's man. the way I like it. Heck, yeah. So, Killing Machine Adam... The kill, the silent assassin, we're going to call him from here on out. Okay, I like it. All right. But somebody shot a turkey with their bow this year, and technically it, it was me, but I did not get mine. Someone else got theirs. Listen, I think you shot, like, your whole quiver at turkey. Uh, yeah. At a just specific that. turkey and just, like, literally didn't get any of Nothing happened. It just, <laughs> like, like, you killed a bunch of feathers. There were so many turkey, and they I didn't know that they were the dumbest turkey on this planet. Well, I, I walked within eight yards of those things, and all I had to do was walk up to them and draw back and shoot them at point blank. Didn't know that. He still missed. <laughs> had, hey, I, have, oh. had I known I didn't need those other two arrows in my quiver, I would have just flung them all and walked out with a turkey. <laughs> Dude, you could have killed one with a beer bottle. I, like, <laughs> just at it, dude. You know, in cartoons, when you see like the the thought bubble come up, and you can just see like the the cooked turkey just spinning on a dinner plate. That was what was in my head as these deer, or these turkey, are feeding in circles around me, and I'm just flinging arrows all over this swamp bottom. I mean, just letting them rip. 
from the ground. He's cracking up. From right. the ground. It. I can't help it. I can't believe it. I'm like, why are these turkeys so stupid? I shot twice and they still kept feeding. I'm like, I don't, I'm not going to have any arrows left. I can't keep shooting at them. Like, what if I see a deer tonight? I got to, sh- I got to keep two arrows at least for, a, you know, maybe a buck and maybe a doe. Those are the two tags I have. And neither of them worked out. I should have just shot them all at the turkeys and walked away and <laughs> been pissed. <laughs> third one, I, I, third one would have been a charm. It's like 26 bucks a pop every time you shoot or whatever. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I blew up some blades. I ain't going to lie to you. Anyways, let's go to positive story. Justin, you shot a turkey, man. Have you ever shot a turkey with your bow before? And did you have a thought bubble with a turkey on Ooh. a cook plate spinning in your head when it happened? Like just That bubbling. is the worst part about this, actually. <laughs> I have never shot a turkey with a bow. Actually, this spring, I shot my first bird, Longbeard, with a shotgun, yep. unfortunately. You but I've never made no. to be shot in a no, no, with a yeah. shotgun. Thank you. Thank you. No, 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 not unfortunately. You get a pass when you're shooting turkeys in the face. It's the whole PA bow hunting thing. Like, I always just try to keep it bow hunting related whenever it comes to posting. And we posted it, and there's a shotgun, and you know what I'm saying. Have you heard of the gentleman's weapon known as an air bow? <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard? Never mind. I can't say that on air. <laughs> I'm totally joking. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. You definitely, uh, you stronghold yourself when you put bow hunting in your name. But it is my go to. I just bad day, shoot the bow. Good day, shoot the bow. Just shoot the bow. I love shooting my bow. I love that. I love that. That's awesome. Do you shoot any uh, indoor anywhere? Dude, we're talking about turkey. Get I, off the indoor. Right, sorry. <laughs> I just was wondering because he, he's obviously a good, better shot than I. I need some tips. <laughs> Your score is actually higher than mine at the 3D shoot at Camo Cares. So, no, you shoot way better than me. But I do shoot indoor. We shoot indoor winter leagues at okay. uh, RPM Archery. It's our local archery shop. And awesome guys down there. See? Shameless plug. I set that up. See? Yeah, there you go. Never mind. Got you. Shame on me. Yep. Yeah, sit there and just but drink your beer. I guess to the turkey story, I honestly had no idea where to shoot this thing. So <laughs> I was set up. I jumped in my stand on Halloween. And that just so happens to be my girlfriend's birthday. So I was lucky oh, enough. Oh, dude. <laughs> Shame on her. <laughs> Listen to this. This is how good of a woman she is. I am blessed. She took my child to trick or treat on her birthday so I could go sit in a tree. <laughs> Put a ring on her finger. Yeah, I keep hearing you say girlfriend. <laughs> you should be saying fiance. That, I animals wherever I want in this house. That is the best part, too. So, a ring. Yeah. By a ring it's, tomorrow. I'll give you my yes, ring. Sir, I'll Put it on your hand. That is <laughs> <laughs> so, a good woman, man. Yeah. Oh, she's a hell of a woman. She supports it completely. That's what I love is she supports it. But I like it. I get to go out on her birthday and sit in a tree. So I'm thinking I'm going to put my last doe tag. This time the doe are going to read the script. They're going to come right through. Right before an hour before uh, sunset, I'm going to be ready. I'm going to punch my doe tag. My archery season is done. Well, I'm sitting there. Not a whole lot happening. I heard uh, a doe blow down in the pasture, and I'm like, yep, 
well, that probably gets just takes it for the rest of the night because my wind was all messed up. I, like, no matter, like, the farm that I hunt, it is a wicked area. No matter what wind you have, it is bad. I can't, There, I don't know how to else to explain. There is no good wind there. So you just got to hunt it and hope for the best. So, jump, sitting there, doe blows. I'm just like, all right, whatever. If it happens, it happens. If it don't, don't. Next thing I know, I look up at the top of the field and I see something that's dark colored. And I'm like, that wasn't there before, I don't think. So then about 30 seconds later, all a whole flock of turkey just start coming down the path that the deer walk towards my food plot. And I'm like, oh, shit, what do I do? And I text Adam real quick and I'm like, turkey's in, right? And he's like... <laughs> Yeah, it's in, let it fly, or hammer down, or something like that. And I'm like, all right, here we go. So I'm like, I range where they're walking, and I figure the top of my plot's like 26 and a half yards out from my stand. So I hurry up, I shoot a single pin, flick my pin to 25, and I'm just like, all right, I'm going to hold just right around that area. I'll be fine. Well, as they make their way down, I'm thinking this whole time, excuse me, that Adams told me a million times, it is so hard to shoot a turkey with a bow without a blind or something. So in the tree, I'm like, I stand out like a sore thumb to these things, probably. And I'm trying to move a camera and grab my bow and all this shit right now just to try and kill one of these. They're definitely going to see me. As they're making their way down, I get it all together. And I'm like, all right, camera set. I just need one to stop and wait long enough. As it comes in, I pick one. And I draw back, and as I draw back, I'm like, where the hell am I supposed to shoot a turkey at? <laughs> no idea. I'm like, I know from, like, indoor, like, 3D leagues and outdoor 3D leagues where you're supposed to shoot them roughly, but I'm like, is this really where you're supposed to shoot them? Yeah. Problem Aim with that. right at the duodenum. I was going to say, problem with that is yeah, a lot of them are front-facing, <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's the problem with the turkey 3D shoots. A lot of them are they're they're facing right at you, and, and, it's, a, and it's a strutter Tom, and he just yeah, like, what's up? Yeah, you shoot exactly. him, cut his they're beard never off. Like how these birds were, they were like in a sense quartering towards me, and I'm like, what do I do here? Like I'm just sitting at full draw, like what do I do? So I just hold center mass. I'm like worst case scenario, I just clip it and it flies away. Whatever. I let it fly, and it flies, like, jumps, lands, and I'm trying to grab another arrow out, because I'm like, this thing's still moving, like, <laughs> shouldn't it be stuck to the ground? <laughs> shouldn't it be stuck to the ground? <laughs> yeah, best idea ever. Yeah, so, I'm, like, trying to mess with grabbing my arrow out of my quiver, which I don't shoot on my bow, I hang it on my uh, bow hanger. Yeah, and I don't either. I'm like, as soon as I turn like back around from looking at my quiver, I'm like, I see birds moving back up away from me towards the top of the field. I'm like, oh shit! Like, which one did I hit? Like, they're all heads. Oh. I have no idea. So I'm like, oh no! So I just don't do anything. I just hang my bow back up, and I'm like, okay. And I think I sent you a text, Adam, didn't I? I said shot one or something. Yeah. So he's like, no way. So I play it back on my camera, and I show him, and I was like, yeah, I shot one. Well, as I'm playing it, like, on my video camera, down in front of me, I hear, clack, 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 just 
feathers hitting weeds and i'm like oh no shit you're right there like i got you're done <laughs> you know, like 620 i'm out of my stand it's all packed up i have the bird and i send a picture to adam with it over top of my bow and i'm like i just shot a turkey with my bow like <laughs> what am i supposed to do now what a year <laughs> what a year man it's been a hell of a year i have a horseshoe up my ass or something i'm telling you what because i've never been this blessed to have such a year to have so many encounters and punch tags like i have honestly yeah i could use you up in the tree with me at some point for real get a little bit of that luck on my side (laughs) (laughs) oh by the way i wanted to touch on something too with that food plot um with the wind always being bad i would suggest maybe looking into a spot where you can put a ground blind you know what i mean that wouldn't be bad idea because there is with all that them weeds the way they come up yeah you could totally tuck one in the thing is the farmer the actually it's i can't even call him the farmer he doesn't farm anymore the property owner of the farm excuse me he's thinking about letting the neighbor who farms his own property start putting crops on his so I'm at the point where I don't know whether to just hope for the best that it's going to work out in my favor or since he's not, I mean, he's just a meager man and I'm not trying to take away from her or anything, but offer him to pay for whatever he would get for leasing that backfield that I hunt to the farmer who actually would want to farm it if I could pay for it. So then I could just have it to basically do whatever I want with for the most part. Sure. Yeah, that is a tough call to make, man. It that, is yeah. because you're always you're already going to dump some money into making it how you want to make it with the food plot and doing all the work there. So that's tough, but at the same sense too, to have something a little bit different with a food plot where you maybe could put mineral out or different things for different time of the year compared to just having a cornfield or another bean field that you know some might surround all around you. You know, you might be surrounded with corn and beans. Uh, you kind of don't have that something special anymore, you know? So that's a tough call. I I think your best bet is to find out and just parcel out that little piece of property with the farmer because once he gives the rights over to the other guy and if you want to do the same thing with him, you're probably going to pay a bigger penny because he's going to have a return on that part of the property. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, that's a that's a good idea, honestly. I never even thought about it like that. Yeah, so get with get with the landowner before the other guy does and and kind of offer him, you know, just tell him that you're interested in just keeping that back portion and doing some stuff with it and see what if he would put a price on it. It it yeah. might be it might be better off to beat uh, beat the other guy to the punch on that. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah. We are getting close on time. Okay. I have an in with the farmer i mean unfortunately he's uh the uncle to uh one of my exes <laughs> that's no. how i actually got proper uh, access to me. so i mean like i said whenever i knocked on his door he knew exactly what i wanted to do yeah. so oh, yeah <laughs> he knows because i've always respected it i've picked up trash off the property i mean i've done everything i can to respect his chunk of ground it's not mine he's letting me be on it and that is in itself i should be so grateful and i am so grateful for that because it is like i said i have one person that i have competition with besides the neighbors the neighbors do hunt but i don't know what i don't know if they're big time archery hunters big time rifle hunters i have no idea 
Yeah. I just know they have all the food. <laughs> so <laughs> the fact that my only competition is some old man that just wants to go out and take his muzzle loader or inline muzzle loader out for a walk in the woods to try and put down a doe, I am fine with that. And that's why I am trying to hang on to this property for whatever I can. Not only is it special, I shot my first buck off there and I've learned it over time of how the deer move through there, but it is just, I, it's almost the perfect piece. If you put food plots, like there's bedding. So they just come out and that is their staging area. They feel safe back there. I drove, whenever I tilled my food plot, I actually drove my truck in there, knocked deer out of the field, like out of the cuts. And whenever I was unloading my, the rototiller to till the plot, I had three deer come right back out and start feeding down the line. <laughs> yeah. They have no care in the world because it's a truck. No truck has ever came through that field and killed one of them deer. So not until not 2021. <laughs> <laughs> truck blind. Yes. I'm telling you now. <laughs> Pull it off in the weeds. Put a blind in the back of the truck. There you go. Fucking crazy. No, I, I do, I do believe you need to get with him and talk to him. Just sit down and talk to him, and, and you know, you might get away with, you might come out of the whole thing without even paying a penny to him. Um, you know, just by simply selling the point. Like, listen, what I'm doing back there now, especially if he's a hunter and he likes to enjoy wildlife on his property, you can sell him on the fact that hey, what I'm doing now is increasing the number of deer and the deer traffic on your property and you know it's making a healthier deer herd as well you know tell them if you throw just beans or corn on there as a regular farmer usually does they pick that stuff in october maybe early november and those deer have nothing for the rest of the year they have nothing to go off they have no nothing different that would draw them into his property than to keep them you know, from going to the neighbors and going to the next cornfield over. So I don't know. I mean, that that could be a, an edge that you can play with that guy. How I always look at it, worst they can say is no. Right. I mean, yeah. I, you walk away with a no and you say, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and making it to a point where you're not like forcing on him or telling him what he can do with his own land, make it his idea. You know what I mean? Like convince oh, yeah, him definitely. that... I have where i've done anything i have asked because yeah. like i said it's not my property yep. it's his yep. and like i said whenever i cut those paths through there that's what he even said he was happy that i did that because he likes taking his pickup truck and driving back through the fields and just seeing if he can see deer or anything yeah. back there you right. know what i'm saying so right it it was a win-win for both of us in a sense that's exactly where i'm going with that if you make it as if you're doing something for him which you are in a sense then he may just let you continue to do what you you're doing and and allow the you know farmer to do something on a different part of his property. I don't yeah. know, yeah. you know, without seeing it, that's just my guess. I'm with you, man. Yeah. So, anyways, boys, we are getting there on time. It's been a fun night. We finally got into our groove, and then we have to end it. <laughs> that just means round two eventually. Yes. Oh, definitely. We got to get in person together we gotta crack some cold ones and bullshit for sure oh yeah and you know after thursday when adam puts down a nice buck i mean yeah. it's just it's gonna happen it's a good point oh yeah we gotta i was gonna say you're gonna have to have another re-up to hear adam's story because yeah like 
He is silent. I'm telling you, the kid speaks with his actions. He just puts down deer. I can't help it. I can't keep up. <laughs> in in person, so much more fun though, man. I'll feed him some beers. He'll be okay. Yeah, we'll be oh, good. I'm sure he will. He'll be getting <laughs> chat. <laughs> oh man. Well, I want to thank you guys for coming on. I also want you to go ahead and shout out where anybody can find you on all the socials. I guess that's where you're going with that, that's right, where Austin? I was going, yeah. man. Sorry, bud. It's all good. Uh, I don't even know. Where can they find <laughs> you? Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Oh, all the fun places. Uh, our Facebook's just PA Bow Hunting. Uh, you know, Facebook.com/slash PA Bow Hunting. It, like I said, it's Facebook's dying. Unfortunately, you don't get the growth and it doesn't seem to get the reach like it used to. So people don't really seem to see it. But our main thing is Instagram. It's PA underscore bow underscore hunting. Uh, follow us on there. And our Instagram's just PA bow hunting. Uh, whatever you want to do, follow. Check us out. I like it. There you go. I like it. There it is. Well, boys, again, appreciate you coming on. I hope you had some fun. And I know we did. I really enjoyed this episode with you guys. Oh, Sam, I had a blast. How about you, Adam? Oh, it was awesome. It was good to catch up since uh, we haven't really spoken since the shoot. Oh, yeah, no doubt, bud. We got to stay in touch. Both you guys, Austin and Charles, we got to keep in touch, boys. Oh, yeah, I got your number. It'll be good. Yeah, Austin is oh. still too good for us all, don't <laughs> Oh, it's going to be fun. I nah, like we will, man. We will, for sure. Absolutely. And everybody go out and check out their pages. Uh, PA bow hunting. They've been around forever. Check out their YouTube. There's a lot of new stuff coming on. So get on there and check them out. Subscribe, hit the like buttons, all those good things. We'll put that in the outro. Oh, <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, we're done. 